0: Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you are listening to the Two Roke Wash Snobs, the only watch podcast that sees Wally Campbell's wherever they go. You have made it all the way to episode 201, Michael.
1: Michael. Michael. How you doing? Oh, you know. Huh? <laughs> Just getting by.
0: Just getting by. <laughs> An
1: uneventful week. Nothing. 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 Flooded. Nothing's really going on. Nothing. It's yeah. not like I have a hole in my ceiling. <laughs> My fireplace is destroyed. This
0: is great that we have a good segue talking point. You have a hole in your ceiling. I have a hole in my heart. This is great. We can we can mm-hmm. we can bring these two things together into a proper segue. But <laughs> goddamn, my microphone's moving. Goddamn, my stomach. Okay, but hey, everybody, this is Mike and Cassie with Two Book Watch. That's episode two hundred and one. Um, we took a break last week. Thank you so much, everyone, for understanding. Uh, just because it was a crazy week, as Michael mentioned, he was dealing with stuff. I was dealing with stuff. I don't. Have, I don't have a hole in my heart, just to clarify. But Michael has a hole in his. Uh, in his ceiling so one of those yeah. holes one of those holes uh is real which also yeah. might be a great name for a strip club what do you think
1: <laughs> that's a long name one of these <laughs> holes one, <laughs> one of these holes might be
0: real like oh let's go to that strip club it's like really that could go anywhere man i don't know what kind of strip club that is the mystery um here, drive through drive through strip to drive through strip club Ugh. As if the experience couldn't get any more just like questionable. Now it's a drive through strip club. <laughs> One of these holes is real. I love it. But here, let's do this episode uh, 200. Last uh, last episode was with, uh, you know, we decided to celebrate episode 200 with um, our very own friend in uh, and just watch snarky shit, shit, shit posting, Bro Dinky. Bro Dinky was on air. Um, and then after doing that episode and kind of looking back at a lot of other episodes, uh, it's become, a, I've become aware that we've gotten a lot of new listeners recently, a ton of new people are jumping on the show, a ton of people are writing in and saying how much they basically like love the tone of the show in terms of like, like how we talk, Michael and My's particular brand of humor, um, you know, how we carry ourselves in that basically we operate the show in the same way that someone would show up to a job interview in like sweatpants that's kind of the best way i would qualify you know how michael and i carry ourselves on this show we just want it to be uh you know accessible but uh it also occurred to me we haven't really done i don't think a hardcore watch episode in a long time i'm not counting my viewed watch rants when i'm on air solo those don't count those are just those are just insane um <laughs> no one should listen to those uh just a proper watch episode, I feel like. And just to reinforce the point, Michael and I love watches. We do like... We wouldn't do this if we didn't like watches, you know? Um, and in that in that vein, uh, I, I guess I thought it would be cool if we did one of these best watches under blah, blah, blah episodes. So, so, Michael and I have chosen to do for episode 201 2020's best watches for under $200. We've done shows like this before... God, we've done crazy ones, like under $75. And like, um, like I think we did like a $50 episode. We've done a few hundred, but like 2020's best watches under 200 bucks in three categories. A sports watch, a dress watch, and the ever favorite, wild card. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I have a series of watches. I have winners and honorable mentions. Michael has a series of watches. We don't know what each other picked. Um, It's just a lot more fun you know, uh, this way, but, but um, I I feel like it has been a while since we've done a watch, like a watch focused episode, like a for a proper affordable watch focused episode, right? Or am I crazy?
1: Yeah, I think so. And I I think we should maybe explore them a little more now that we're over the the 200 hump, 200 episode hump, 200 hump. (laughs) Because I I really, I also like the challenge of building a collection for X uh, and you know, we've we've done it pretty gloriously in the past. Um, so, Every time yeah, we've I've, done it
0: in the past, it's been out of spite. If you guys yeah. go back and look at our episodes and it'll be like, oh, the guys released an episode, how to build a watch collection for 100 bucks. Yeah, if you look at other shows, it literally happened just after other shows did how to build affordable watch collection for $10,000. And it's like, you fucking, you lying cows. All right. <laughs> Ten <laughs> on no planet is $10,000 affordable and like that shit irritates me because then people who are trying to figure out how to, the watch collecting thing works and how to build a collection and how to get enjoyment and expression from their collection they start to think oh I just I need to spend ten thousand dollars to have a good watch collection. No, you, you really don't. Um, you don't have to eat a $400 meal to feel full. You could yeah. go to the dollar menu and feel full for whatever the fuck changes in your ashtray, like your car ashtray or whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? Like, you think think of it that way. There are different ways to be quote-unquote full from a meal, but you don't have to spend $400. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to spend $10,000 on a watch collection to get enjoyment from it. And anyone that tells you you need to is a fucking liar or they're trying to sell you something or both. Por que no los dos, man. Why not both? <laughs> they can be both terrible things. The fuckers, you know, um, see all the other episodes we've done in the past were were out of spite. I don't think this one is, I think this one just, I, I, at least I don't think anyone's done one of these fucking, how to build a blah, blah, blah episodes for blah, blah, blah dollars or whatever recently. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think, I don't, I don't listen to other watch podcasts. Is that bad? (laughs) I don't. I don't don't either. I barely listen to this one, Michael, and it's (laughs) us and I love the sound of my own voice. I love talking. And I don't even I don't I I'm, I'll I'll tune in sometimes. Oh, you know what's funny? The ones I do listen to are the ones where I'm 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 doing the Sylvia watch episodes by myself because I'm like, <laughs> oh, I want to see how crazy I sound on air. <laughs> I want to see how Pepe Sylvia I can get on air talking about Sylvia watches. I got boxes full of Pepe Sylvia, man. You know what I mean? Like that's how I feel like I sound on those crazy ranting Sylvia watch episodes.
1: <clears throat> We've gotten some great Charlie memes uh, this this past week. <laughs> oh my god that's right someone uh, on the TBWS patreon
0: slack that was great that was great Uh, but here let's do this Michael Michael would you like to ring in the first of our 200 episodes or whatever I I don't know how the fuck to say it would you would you like to ring in a new series of episodes by honoring tradition Michael would you like to do a wrist check with me would you like to talk about what's on our wrist together with me
1: I would. Let me just make sure I have the specs pulled up. Cause it's, it's kind of
0: it's spelled P A T E K.
1: I will never own a spec. <laughs> it makes me so sad.
0: <laughs> I mean, I think I think it's one of those things where it just it's give and take.
1: You can If I could, if I could I wouldn't. I think, it's <laughs> that, I think that's the
0: deal. Well, I was going to say you could, but you'd have to understand in order to afford something like that. You'd have to lose something else you know yeah like dignity your dignity uh your (laughs) wife your home like life tends to be a seesaw i've found um
1: you know so what if the patek also doubles as a tent
0: you're good you're then you're gold. then life's not a seesaw
1: life or some some kind of camping gear
0: yeah then life is just a straight even plateau (laughs) a land of milk and honey and then you're you're good to go. If the if the, I actually I you know it's funny if Patek did that that would be hilarious. Like oh for every Patek you get, uh you get your own cars, cigarette, uh hot pot, and uh, a tent that attaches to the back of your hatchback. <laughs> I think that would be fucking hilarious. That'd be a great April Fool's post for us to do or for the uh, a blog to watch dude to do because I know they do that um for April Fool's would to-
1: totally line up with the uh, the rest of their marketing. I'm sure. <laughs> Oh man, so good! But here, let's. Are are you you ready? Do you have specs in front of you? I got it. I got it. It's not. It's not. It's not the Nautilus. Okay. Uh, Ah, You know, just that's that's the uh, that's the weekday beater. Uh, This one's the weekend beater. Uh, What I have is I don't know. I still don't know if this is an official name, uh, but it is the Time Arrow Military Benrus Type Two. You're still rocking this guy's watches. It's kind of hilarious because I don't think, I don't know who he is uh, or whatever. I, I just found the the eBay store and the stuff is super cheap and I, I just bought it. Uh, so this one is, um, you know, and I've been waiting for the steel marathon uh, aviator type watch, which is supposed to be quartz. And I think Benris just came out with their official reissue, but it's like, I don't know it's 1800 or something like that I or, or maybe little less. That's um, fucking crazy. You you can get the marathon ones but they're those are resin cases so some people don't like the the resin case uh and then also there's the um the Mark 2 Paradive mm-hmm. but those are always out of stock and I think it's still going to be a bit until he gets the next gen in. So th- you can buy these for 250 or less. Wow. Um so this one it, it, again is a Benrus type 2 clone. Uh, the movement inside is the DG2 uh, 2813 automatic. Mm. So I think that's like I think
0: it's the, Mi- think the- it's the Miyota A2 series clone. Right. Like right. A, the so- A215 or the A205 from Miyota
1: and he's he's constantly making these things sometimes you can find them in the store with uh, with an actual Miyota movement in there sometimes you find mm. them with this movement uh, he has one with an ETA movement inside if you want to spend a little bit more can I you that can, can like you
0: link to this 50? guy's eBay store because every time you post a thing on the feed it's just everyone asking what is that
1: where can I get it
0: you know what I mean it's <laughs> just like this is a guy yeah. making it in fucking Punta Gorda Florida dude
1: <laughs> yeah dude so I, I just sent you this one um, cool I got it here and, and you know what? You get sapphire. You get um, screw-down crown. This movement does hack. 100 meters of water resistance. Uh, the only thing that kind of sucks is the loom and the bezel's a little wonky. But actually, the movement keeps time pretty good. A $200 watch, man.
0: I'm not, you know? Yeah.
1: And I have it, I have it on a kind of a charcoal-colored CWC NATO, which, by the way, CWC, they... They make their own Natos that are based on the Phoenix Natos. Uh, the Phoenix Natos are absolute trash. Huh. Uh, I've come to the conclusion. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I know they're very. I know they're very faithful to, to the original, uh, you know, UK military watch vibe. But CWC makes their own version, and I kind of think that it's a lot better. Uh, so I'll just put that out there. You can get both of them on. The CWC is that site? what
0: the kids call a hot take now? I don't know. Is that hot take? Is that a hot take?
1: Hot take. <laughs> what else? What I, else is this I I'm looking
0: at the photos. Does he have this case next to an actual Benris, like the Benris milspec case, like to show comparison?
1: I think so. Yeah, because if that's you look pretty at the badass. case, yeah, if you look at the the case back on the other one. Uh, so th- that's another thing. If you go for something like the Paradive from from Mark II. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a little bit bigger. So these cases are actually closer to the original uh, Benris type um, military watches. Wow. So I, I think, uh, what is this? I actually don't know what it is uh, diameter wise. It feels, honestly, it feels like a 41, or 42, something like that. Yeah. Love with yeah. 19.5. It's fucking weird. Uh, it, it is weird. So if you, uh, and the same thing happens with the, the marathons that are in market today. Mm. Uh, if, if you stick a 20 in there, it's kind of, it's kind of a uh, snug. So um, I usually do like an 18 millimeter strap nice. and it's, it looks fine. How
0: did you find this guy's store? Just like looking around?
1: Well, I got kind of pissed that I had no choice for a, you know a modern, well-built version of you know these these Benrus half dive, half pilot watches. Yeah. Um, aside from the marathon, so I, I would always just Google Benrus type, and um, obviously the originals come up and they can be super expensive. Uh, sometimes they're not in the best condition. And mm-hmm. then I saw, and then I just saw this guy's store. You know, it, it comes up in the search for for Benrus Type Two.
0: Nice. Go,
1: guy. Yeah. Go to tie. And I, I I even have another one of his watches um which is uh
0: Is it the, one with the little, little like blue sub dial? What is that?
1: The I <laughs> it's like the water the water uh water egress like indicator. What the fuck is water egress? Like if I guess I guess at the time when those Torneck Ravel watches were made for the navy, the idea of something being so water resistant was kind of um Doubtful. Mm. So, in case water did breach the watch, this little, this little uh tablet inside would change color to let you know that, <laughs> hey, this thing,
0: that's ki- fucked up. That's kind of cool, actually.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really cool. I would say that that that's, it's tough between that and the mil sub, but an original Tornec Ravel is. Man, that's holy grail military watch status. Because not only did the U.S. Navy take them back mm-hmm. from from the the divers, oh, wow. they also destroyed a lot of them. Why? Uh, so so if you if you um, if you find one today, it's it's incredibly rare. I would say even even harder to find than a true Rolex Mil Sub.
0: Why did they destroy them?
1: Um, I, you know, a lot of times that happens with military surplus gear. They just you know the the, the branch will just destroy it instead of just leave it in circulation. Weird. It's just a thing.
0: It's just a thing. Okay. Wild. Cool, cool, cool. I'm happy you're still wearing this thing. So you, it seems like you actually really enjoy this.
1: I do. I do. I, I And I like the fact that it's closer to the original size. For a while, I thought the the Paradive might, might be good. But again, that one's also kind of expensive. Um, and I think it's a lot, a lot bigger. Mm. We messed it We, we messed with it one time at a, I think the first windup we went to together. Yeah. Um, I put it side by side with a, a CWC and, uh, Oh it's, yeah. It's a nice watch. It's a really well built watch. Um, but it's kind of big. I like that this one's closer to the original. Mm. Not, I guess on paper in terms of specs and the movement, not the highest quality. Um, You know, recreation, but I think it's fucking solid, man. Yeah. 200
0: bucks or 250 bucks. This one is here.
1: Yeah. Yeah, man. I kind of, I kind of wonder if (laughs) this goes with my new, my new uh, quartz ideology, but I kind of wonder if I ask if he would make one with a quartz movement and then I'd call it a day. I have two of them. Ask him.
0: Yeah. Send send him a message on his fucking eBay store.
1: Yeah, that'd be kind of cool.
0: His eBay name
1: is. Dr. John JL. JL, Dr. John JL, John, John Jacob Jingle. Is, Smith? <laughs> that's my name too, right? So that's the guy. That's the guy. I knew He's it. He's cloning watches now. I, I fucking knew it.
0: <laughs> ah, that's so cool, man. Good, good stuff. I want to see this thing in person. I love the back of it.
1: Looks so cool. Yeah, the the back is really nice. It's it's all kind of sandblasted and yeah. very smooth and nice. Yeah, it's cool. Man,
0: all right, my Yeah, what do you got? I I think I wore this last. No, no, I wore this a couple episodes ago. I'm wearing my Timex MK1 aluminum case chronograph. Um, working on the review for it now and everything like that. And yeah, I love this thing. I mean, I'm wearing it on the stock NATO it came with. It's not the greatest like beige sand colored NATO on earth but um it's also not ta- I've had like worse stock NATO experiences you know mm-hmm. Uh I think yeah. I put a photo up in the fucking slack this morning let me scroll past all these motherfuckers telling me to buy stupid bluesy
1: on the NATO let's see
0: yeah it's on this beige beige NATO. Oh my god! It's just yeah. it's just people Freaky talking Rolex, about. Tell me to get the stupid with Rolex, and then we were talking about camping, and then we were talking about birds. <laughs> the Patreon Slack is out of control
1: with the amount really of
0: stuff that goes on in here. Oh, finally, here it is. You want me to send it
1: to you? Yeah, okay. yeah, do that. <clears throat> god. I've been having a lot of fun with my uh, my profile picks. <laughs> Woo, man! Right. <laughs>
0: nature boy rick flair let me send
1: this to you come on buddy very nice okay i see it processing processing is that a is that a, a ute strap or a toxic strap the one i have it on mm-hmm. no this is just the stock strap it came with oh really this is just what it came with from timex yeah dude that's nice.
0: Yeah, I like it. I think it's a great pairing. It makes sense and everything mm-hmm. like that. And I talk about this in the review, but um this watch is so well designed to evoke Timex's own kind of military history from the seventies and eighties, but it's not trying to like it's sort of the opposite, I guess, of the of the time era that you're working with. This thing it's not trying to perfectly recreate like the whole Mil-spec experience is trying to really yeah. just get that design across in a way That feels authentic to itself um, I fucking love this watch. I love the fact that it's Under a hundred bucks all day. You can get this watch under a hundred bucks uh, has a crazy acrylic dome on it. I think people I What do they equate? Um, I equated timex's catalog to my same experience in my review that I'm working on, the Timex watch catalog is the same thing as like the cheesecake menu factory. You know when you you know when you go to a cheesecake factory, and the menu is like a is like a fucking James Joyce novel. Like you're sitting there, and you're like, "There's no way a restaurant that sells jambalaya, shepherd's pie, and a bean burrito can be good. There's no way it can be good, but it is.
1: It is. It is. <laughs> it, is. it really
0: fucking is." And Timex gives me that same experience. No watch brand that can offer all these different types of watches can do so well, but they do. Um, and the stigma of like, it just like, oh, it's just a Timex, it's lame. That's really fucking stupid. And it's just, here's why I tell people love Time. If you constantly find yourself like, going on Amazon and scrolling through and looking at Timexes, but then just like talking yourself out of it like ah I'd rather put that hundred bucks maybe towards like a Seiko or something with a bit more street cred or whatever and then you close out the tab listen just just go and buy the Timex just buy just buy the Timex if you've done literally what I just <laughs> described twice
1: just buy the Timex you're going to like yeah it. you can not buy coffee for a week and then just be able to buy the Timex yeah yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know? So I'm wearing this thing. Originally I planned to just buy it, review it, and then give it away, but fuck you guys, I'm keeping it because I really like it. And it's it's not to use a cliche phrase, um this thing's a strap monster, dude. I've put this on all kinds of crazy motherfucking straps and it looks perfect. You know? Nice. My favorite thing I had it on, I had it on a brown leather strap for a while and it totally had like Zen vibes. That's remember, cool. remember when I first got it, I threw it on that leather. This thing is just so badass.
1: Yeah, I like, I like that. I like that they take the the mill spec kind of look and feel, but do their own thing. Doing their own was thing never really. Yeah, and it makes me think about. I, I've been thinking about the term mill spec in marketing in general because it's a big thing in watches and something yeah. that I've honestly fallen for <laughs> time and time again. Yeah. But the irony is that if you talk to some service men and women they'll tell you that mil-spec just means shitty. Uh, <laughs> so if you have opinions on that, it's, it's, it's kind of a marketing approach that I've been questioning for for a while. And again, it's huge in the watch world. So it's nice to see that Timex does something a little bit different. They, they kind of just take the idea and run with it uh, and, and do something a little more original rather yeah. than clone something that was actually you know, in service or whatever. They, they do, I think with the MK1, uh, the time only versions, which mm-hmm. I'm kind of interested in, but uh, this thing is—it's kind of its own beast. Quartz Chrono, man. I love Quartz Chronos. The thing is,
0: it's—it's it's the whole milspec thing. The reason a lot of brands use it and try to like ride on that sort of like, oh, this is designed to mil-spec, Oh, milspec, milspec, spec It's because for some reason when you buy a watch there's this weird thing of like oh i need to have the most authentic version of whatever design this watch is trying to evoke it's a military watch needs to be as close as what authentic military watch is supposed to be because as a consumer you for some reason think that brings you somewhat closer to being on the same wavelength as like someone that was in the military and yeah uh, and unless you were actually in the military that just doesn't make any sense You know what I mean? Yeah. If you were actually in the military and then you got out and became an exterminator and then you bought this watch, that's fine. You could, you could think and feel like that all you want. (laughs) But if you were like me and you grew up like in a relatively like, like just like comfortable place and i never did anything physical i never enlisted i've contributed and enriched nothing around me at all and then i for some reason felt compelled to buy this fucking watch and like oh it's a military watch it'll make me feel like i'm you know like like in the same wavelength this guy's in the military that's just fucking stupid i should just jump out my window and just call myself a skydiver because like it literally doesn't <laughs> if that's your thought process for really honing in on a watch that just wow it's spec, blah 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 that's dumb You can like a watch because it looks like a military watch. That's totally fine. Mm -hmm. I'll say it right now. This Timex piece, you clutch your pearls now, motherfuckers. It's a fashion watch. And I fucking love that. (laughs) It's a watch that's evoking a design purely for design's sake. I'm not about to fucking scuba dive or slit someone's throat with this. I mean, I, I could slit someone's throat with this watch. You know what I mean? But, like, just bear that in mind if the next time you see a watch, you're looking at it, and you use... The watch fam's barometer of what's street cred worthy and what's not to possibly talk yourself out of a purchase. Just just right. bear that in mind next time. Um, <clears throat> yeah, man, good risk check. Good risk check. Here, let's do this. I, I want to leave plenty of time for us to actually get into our our 2020 best watches under 200 bucks. Uh, housekeeping, really, really quick. Um, there is a new. There's a new watch review on the site uh from TBW's contributor extraordinaire, Baird. Uh he reviewed this 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 frankly I don't I don't know much about this brand, but I fucking love this watch. Uh Dufresne Waterloo. The Dufresne uh Waterloo. Check out Baird's photos. Baird's okay. How how can I qualify Baird's photography here? This is the closest to an orological like boudoir shoot I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> He's got orange lights. the watch is relaxing. he has reflective surfaces. It's very sensual. and I'm saying I'm trying to say- I'm saying that in the most authentic way uh, possible.
1: you know what I mean the best the best way to read this article is to throw on some Kenny G as well.
0: Throw on some Kenny G. Get you know what I mean? Get some of that Alto Saxon there, you know, and just <laughs> pour yourself a nice slightly chilled glass of white wine and just read. And just read and look at the photos and just, you know, enjoy your time together with Baird's review of the Dufresne Waterloo. Um, <laughs> I love this thing this is a really really cool watch I think it's fantastic go and check it out the overall design ethos is very kind of pocket watchy sort of old American-y it's, a, it's sort of the sandwich dial but with the sandwich dial chapter ring uh, with this textured dial blued hands on this model in particular because it's the mechanical version really 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 cool go and check that out um In addition to that we have some new balance cock bugle uh post up here of course everyone knows balance cock bugle is the only source for orological news that's not true it's all fake it's basically the orological version of the youngin please stop thinking these are real but some of these new ones here are uh man regrets trading left testicle for brightling quote it didn't even have an in-house movement uh another one here aspiring flipper fails miserably quoting Buying is easy, but people won't pay as much as I want. Um, (laughs) What what else is here? A dead man insists on being buried with Newman Daytona to the chagrin of his family, which is understandable. And uh, apparently, Buzz Aldrin's Omega Speedmaster has been found in a box of NASA-discarded Gen 1 tech scrap. Again, please, none of these are true. That's huge. Yeah, don't fucking go and share this on the fucking Omega... Rolex forms and have it come back to us. Like the, I like, feel like
1: the, I feel like the Buzz Aldrin one could get some real traction. That's what I'm afraid of. That's why I'm spending <laughs> no. a little
0: more time than normal, emphasizing as clearly as I can. There's no hyperbole here. There's no facetiousness. That is a fake news article. Buzz Aldrin's <laughs> Omega is still lost to the ethos. Please do not share that with anyone else. All right. We're going to
1: end up we're going to end up on mediabiasfactcheck.com or something like that. <laughs> good. Like, good. I could use the I could I could use the backlinks.
0: Honestly, I could I could use the backlinks. I'll take them at this point. I need more traffic to this site. Um huge thank you to Damon Bailey, TBWS contributor, extraordinaire and balanced cock bugle. What did he say? He changed his title. Uh, <laughs> Damon Balancecock Bugle correspondent uh for, for for writing all of those the last one that i wrote is um uh the title is uh quote is that a scoggin bride leaves groom at altar that was a really fun one to work on um but yeah those right now damon's been carrying a lot of these and these have been a lot of fun i love the photo of the guy uh aspiring flipper fails miserably Do you see this guy <laughs> it's
1: really good he's sitting in like a
0: youth hostel cyber cafe in front of his laptop just fucking really dejected like god damn it oh man
1: i mean he has these like generic generic coder stickers Stickers.
0: (laughs) html5 php (laughs) (laughs) i know html how to meet ladies like yeah you do yeah you fucking do fucking nerd Oh, so good. I love it. But yeah, go and check out the Bowscock Bugle. Those are not real articles. That's fake fucking news and we're goddamn proud of it. It's purely for your horological entertainment. Um, but, 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 let's do this, Michael. I think we've left enough time. Would you like to talk about 2020's best watches for under $200 in the categories of sport, dress, and wildcard? Which category would you like to do first?
1: I'm pretty proud of mine. Um, you want to start with dress? We can start with dress. My yeah, okay, okay. What do you got for what do you got for dress watch? So this
0: is a dress watch that you feel embodies the best dress watch under two hundred dollars for the year twenty twenty. So if you're out there and you want to buy a dress watch, it's kind of close to the end of the year. Maybe you're gonna get a gift card, or maybe you have loved ones who are saying because we talked about this in the, in the Slack. Hey, what do you want for you know Christmas or Hanukkah or holidays or whatever the That's fuck true. is going on? These are all great options, in my opinion. So, what did you choose for your best dress watch under two hundred bucks for twenty twenty?
1: So, not only have I been on a bit of a Ric Flair binge <laughs> uh, lately, but I've also been kind of falling in love with the uh, the day date look, uh, and that's oh, that's kind of a watch okay. that he's famous for. Yeah, I've he seen even flots it, it. That's that's what I try to embody in this weekend's uh, Slack profile pick. <laughs> I changed those quite a bit. I'm kind of proud of them. Um, so let me send you an yes. alternative with with a little bit of a TBWS vibe. Uh, I don't know what this okay. is called.
0: I don't think it has a name. I think it's just whatever the it's model just, number is.
1: Yeah, it's just one of these things. So this this comes from Bulava. Bulavas also been on my mind lately because I've been I've seriously been thinking about rebuying the, the lunar pilot, but the new version with the, uh, the no date dial and the polished case.
0: You regret letting that thing go.
1: Yeah, dude. Um, that was the most accurate watch I've ever owned. Yeah. Hands down. Uh, so, you know, Bulova, you know, with a quartz movement, you know, you're going to get some pretty good quality, great accuracy. And this one, um, this one has a nice blue dial with a day date setup. Mm -hmm. uh, It's just kind of, it looks kind of perfect, especially for 159 bucks. That's so good. 159 bucks.
0: I love the look of it also because it has that Day-Date, obviously the classic Day-Date vibe, but it feels modern with the blue and with the style of bracelet, you know what I mean? it's, It's very classic, but if you were worried about getting something classic, but that was still maybe unique to you or had a bit more of like a modern take, totally check this this thing is gorgeous like
1: yeah so ah. we we have some some from the manufacturer stuff i guess officially it comes from what Bulova calls the classic collection yeah and the model is the 96 c 125 uh so three hand day date deep blue dial domed crystal i wonder if it's sapphire case diameter
0: 39 millimeters oh i'm sold
1: yeah, this I is am. this is really really nice.
0: Look at this butterfly clasp as well in the back.
1: Yeah, so and cool. and Bulova Bulova doesn't mess around with their their bracelets and their their clasps. No, uh, even even in this price range. So
0: there's an image of the profile. Look at this side profile of the case. This is like a it just looks like a super wearable watch. This is
1: mm-hmm.
0: so it, we were discussing in the TBWS Patreon Slack the finer points of what makes a dress watch a dress watch and a dress watch. I think the conclusion we kind of reached I think Michael you might have been in that conversation as well it's not about flair with the dress watch it's about how well you can execute subtle details like how well you control the art of being subtle with personality Um, and this thing is a great dress watch if those are my criteria this thing's a great fucking dress watch
1: yeah Yeah, and I think I have to go. I I've tried it in the past. I've really tried leather. I think I'm I think I'm gonna call it, man. I can't, I can't do leather. That's fine. You don't have to. <laughs> even even with a dress watch. Yeah. So I I would, I'd personally be looking for something like this, uh, because I think you can still have something all steel and uh, have it be you know pretty dressy.
0: Are there any uh, review like re- photos from reviewers? I want to see photos not
1: from yeah and that's what practice. i was kind of thinking but oh um, yeah there's some yeah it looks pretty cool it's a nice that 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 blue dial probably oh my god it's beautiful in these real <laughs> in the real photos yeah it's dude.
0: really fucking nice
1: god dang yeah. and that's i mean if somebody gifted that to me i'd be like this is this is rad so that's that's a, a fine stocking stuffer <laughs> yeah
0: that's so cool
1: yeah, you can see folks wearing it with flannel. Probably here's a guy with a dress shirt. Yeah, This bracelet actually does look pretty sweet. Yeah. I don't have much experience with
0: Bulova. Bula, I can't say this brand's a motherfucking name. Bulova bracelets. <laughs> um, but just in these photos and from your firsthand testimonial, I believe it. Good one. That's a yeah. good pick. Solid. Solid, solid, solid. So should I do my number one dress watch pick and then we can do dress watch honorable mentions together? yeah let's do it okay mine is interesting in that um I'll just send it to you I'll just send it to you talk about this so originally I was going I was looking for the Vostok uh classica the Vostok classica is a modern interpretation of the old um Vostok um I think it's called the Precision or the Precisionist or something like that, but basically it was one of the only, like, Kosk ish certified, well, no, not COSC it wasn't actually certified, but COSC-ish specs you know, movements that the Soviet Union had uh, made and all that stuff, they basically just stole the, the movement from someone else, I forgot who right now um, oh, I think it was Zenith, actually I think they stole it from Zenith uh, and so originally, I wanted to try to find that the Vostok Classica, but it's sold out but then I discovered that Vostok, um, uh, Maranam, Vostok through Maranam, which is the official retailer of the Kistopol Watch Factory, has reissued probably my favorite vintage commander ski, Vostok commander ski. So when people think of the Vostok commander ski, they probably think of like the crazy looking ones that came out in the 80s and late 70s that are like crazy bezels and they're gold and they have wild dials. You know what I'm talking about, dude?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Those are not the original commander skis. The original commander skis were very subtle, um, straight one color dials, very legible numerals. Uh, Some of the early ones were sold on those um, shops that were only available to people who worked in, or were family members with people from the Ministry of Defense. And um, they were were specific models, you know, you can get them on eBay now that were from back then. You know, you can, if you go to eBay and you Google Vostok Zakaz, Z-A-K-A-Z, um, you'll see a bunch, you know, those ones are issued uh, directly for people that were working with or family members of folks that worked with the Ministry of Defense. And so recently I discovered that Marinam had reissued those. And that's what these are here. Did that link work for you?
1: It did. I really like the ones that are out of stock.
0: I know. those are the good <laughs> ones, Michael.
1: Those are okay. the good ones.
0: <laughs> these are both. Uh, actually, both of these are different dial versions that were around uh back then and here let me let me show you actually what these are inspired from so this is an original What's the price uh, here these are probably around 100 bucks
1: Let's see <clears throat> 120 bucks Ah, oh, very nice look at that mm-hmm. oh that's a cool watch yeah The link I sent you from
0: eBay, this is an original one. This is what, uh, this. well, this is also a Franken one. Don't pay attention to that. This is the only one I could find. They're kind of hard to find in good condition. Uh, (laughs) But this one is basically the inspiration for what these uh, new interpretations um, are like. I like this watch because while it might not necessarily be a traditional dress watch, I think it practices the subtleties of a dress watch very well. You could totally yeah. wear it as a dress watch, and it has some quirk personality factor, um, and it also it's a talking point. If you really want to, for some reason, you can get into the history of the original Commander Ski models that had occurred in 1965, which is what you know this. what the these things are commemorating. 1965, originally released on the Vostok 22 caliber line. The Vostok 22 caliber line. The 2234 specifically was the first Vostok movement that could hack. And it came out with these watches, um, the two four zero nine two four one four. Do not hack. Don't try and hack. It just it just it just doesn't hack. These these the the, the newer ones. They did it on the two two three four. They didn't do it a lot after that, and everything like that. I, I guess it just wasn't a very reliable you know thing to do. But that was a pretty big deal for the Swedes to do because they built it on the two two caliber line, um, which wasn't directly. <clears throat> appropriated bought or stolen the 2.2 caliber line basically has its roots in the uh, original Duberhampton uh, first Moscow watch factory uh, purchase and the uh, history that they that uh, Soviet, watch, uh, Soviet watch industry had with uh, Lip the French watch manufacturer of which I gave everyone a needlessly long explanation of in episode of <laughs> 198 I think I think that was 198 <laughs> right
1: I think so yeah <clears throat> Why did I speak for so
0: long? I could have met you know what's funny about those solo Soviet watch episodes? I can choose to make them shorter. I don't. But you won't. I won't. Sometimes they end up being longer than an hour and a half.
1: Perfectly fine. Because the people want to hear it.
0: No, they don't. So yeah, I would choose this. So, you know, around 100 120 bucks. You unfortunately cannot get these on um, Amazon. But I'll say this. After handling the Vostok Classica... The quality of these sort of dressy Vostok pieces is really fucking good. Go and check out my Vostok Classica uh, review. This thing is very similar in regards to like, you know, the case shape, kind of-ish. Same movement in here. It's the 2409, or at least the one without the date. The one with the the date is the uh, 2414. The one without the date is the um, 2409. I think it's a great fucking watch. I forget how big is uh, this thing is. Thirty nine millimeters, eleven millimeters thick, twenty millimeter lug width. Really fucking nice. So I would consider this if you like the idea of a dress watch, but you find most quote unquote traditional dress watches are like maybe a little boring. Get this thing. This thing is fucking awesome. Uh, also, do be aware you're gonna it, you're gonna wait about three months for it to get to wherever you are from Russia unless you live in Russia if you live in Russia it'll probably get to you in you know one month it's a big country um, but if you're,
1: if you're in the states
0: it's coming from Marinom. Marinom, Dimitri he's in Russia somewhere I guess um, it's gonna take a long time Russian post isn't you know particularly noted for its expediency you know what I'm saying shout out to Dimitri shout out to Dimitri I'll never forget his Basel reveal
1: <laughs> outside the building outside the building I'm here. <laughs>
0: I'm here at Basel to reveal to you this new... Well, I'm not in Basel, just to clarify. I didn't buy a booth at Basel. I'm outside the building, and I'm showing you... I
1: bought a hot dog outside. Watch. Here's the new watch. Oh, my God.
0: Perfect. <laughs> Trey chic, man. So that's my first... I love it. I love the Vostok Commander Ski 1965. Um, we'll have links to all the shit we talk about in the show notes, so you can go and, um, and check those out. But I, I'm seriously considering picking one of these up if the one that I like comes back in stock. But just so you know, if you were worried about authenticity, both of these dial versions um, are authentic. The one that is kind of Panerai numeral-esque and the one that has these sort of stretched out elongated numerals and all these dial colors, the black, the gold, the red, all of these are actually authentic to the original Zakaz Ministry of Defense uh, commander skis that went out. Fucking really cool, you know? Epic. I like it too good man uh honorable mentions for dress watches do you have any honorable mentions i don't have not for not for dress watch how can we talk michael about dress watches and not bring up the orient bambino
1: that's a good point it's yeah just, that one just oh, it's the that's, default that's a good one
0: it's the default and for very good reasons it is first of all an awesome fucking watch okay tall crystal beautiful tall crystal um it's an Orient so it's an in-house movement. And there's a whole variety of different dial designs, but the one in particular that I've chosen for my dress watch honorable mention. I don't care what Orient does. I don't care how many other models of the Orient Bambino they send out. Generation 2 is always going to be my favorite. I just sent you the link.
1: That's not the most recent
0: Uh, revamp, right? No, they're on like four or five right now. Yeah, okay. (laughs) This is so far removed, but Generation 2 is still available. Nice. And you can get it in black. There's this cool kind of parchment color with blue hands. There's white with blue hands. There's gold, if you want fucking gold for some reason. And then there's this like coppery numeral one with the white dial. So I, 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 if you would like something more traditional for under $200 and you want something that's not
1: not like
0: just get a fucking bambino guys okay if you <laughs> if you if you find yourself doing the thing that i mentioned with timex where you go and you look at prices and you're like mm, i should save up and get like a tiso viso date for 300 or whatever that way it's a swiss watch blah 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 shut that shit out lobotomize that thought from your fucking gray matter wherever the fuck it is i'm not like a doc- I'm, I'm, not, I'm not like a brain doctor i'm not any kind of doctor i'm a doctor of bullshit which is fine just get the bambino
1: yeah, that's the watch that's the one I recommended to my uh, my brother-in-law when he scored his first uh, <clears throat> big time yeah. New York City finance job and yeah, like, he loved it
0: it's a great fucking watch so my honorable uh, honorable mention it is for and, and this in the Gen 2 I'm looking right now on Amazon 120 bucks boom way under 200 bucks you can literally have more money to spend to get like another strap to go with this thing because spoiler alert the straps are really bad straps are very bad on some of these older aureus. <laughs> <laughs> so you might yeah. want to invest and get like another proper strap or something like that. Head over to Crown oh, & yeah. Buckle or whatever. Um, you know, they have pretty affordable stuff and I got stuff from them and I like it and everything. So yeah, that's my, that's my dress watch honorable mention. So to recap, our winners are this fucking baller ass quartz Bulova you got here. What's the, I'm looking for the model number again. I lost it. Quartz, oh, there it is. Uh, Bulova Quartz model 96C125. Beautiful blue dial, very awesome bracelet, butterfly clasp. My winner is the Vostok Commander Seed 1965, a dress watch with a little bit more personality. And if you really want to get into history with someone, you, you can talk to them about it. The, I mean, just, just to be super clear, no one wants to hear the history of your watch, guys, so don't <laughs> accost anyone. Of the opposite gender in an elevator to tell them about your watch they don't want to fucking know man they don't want to know <laughs> just have that conversation in your head later that night in the shower and feel good about that fictitious interaction then as opposed to trying to actually speak to someone i I find Michael those to be the best conversations I have the ones that I recreate in my head where I look awesome but in the shower like two days later those are the yeah. best conversations I have
1: that will never happen <laughs>
0: No one's gonna add. Oh, that looks like a Vostok. What's the history of that watch? If that happens, marry that person. I don't care if they're the same sex as you. Fucking put a ring on it.
1: Okay. I will say. I will say the closest. The closest I ever came to that was that dude on the ferry. When you were living in a Stephen
0: about- King novel, you were on a, a Pacific Northwest ferry, and there was fog everywhere, yeah. and someone asked you, "Yeah, yeah, yeah."
1: Yeah, he was a dude, though.
0: You can marry a dude that'd be awesome you just <laughs> hang out and share watches <laughs> that sounds nice right uh, your watch collection just doubled man that's <laughs> uh, that it sounds nice right uh, i'm telling you so those are our picks for best dressed motherfucking watches of 2020 for under 200 bucks what category should we go to next we have sport and we have wild card i, I do like my sport let's do sports let's let's
1: let's do sport just to let everyone know it's so fucking cheap
0: just to let everyone know the caveat here i did not call this section divers right under 200 realistically if you want to dive with something you probably want to spend more or spoiler alert don't fucking wear a watch when you're diving sorry you know yeah these are sports watches um, I have my one winner and I have, you know, obviously a, several honorable mentions just because sports watches are like the largest category of fucking watches on, on earth. But what's your pick? What's your, what's your winner for best sport watch of 2020 under $200 Dolores
1: doll hairs, Hershey's Kisses. So I have, I have a diver and something that's a little more piloty. Okay. Uh, the first one that the diver kind of style watch comes from Casio uh, and it's from the little MRW. known brand, little, little, known yeah, brand. Little, little known brand. Uh, I, and I do have a very, another, I have two fun honorable mentions. Okay. Uh, so the one that I want to highlight is the, uh, what is this? It is the MRW-200HD. <laughs> oh, cool. uh, so I decided to splurge. And call out the steel version. Oh, uh, for a whopping twenty eight dollars and eighty eight cents. Thirty dollar watch. This is great. You can get a resin version for nineteen dollars. Oh my God! By the way, so um, which actually, I think, I think if I if I went for one of these, I would go for the resin version. They have a ton of different versions in the resin. There's even a full loom dial. Mm. Uh, so it's it's all black resin with a, a loomed. Style or something something like that. Um, but this one specifically uh, is I would say the one with the most bells and whistles. Uh, 42 millimeter, or almost uh, kind of 43 millimeter really hmm. uh, case diameter. Uh, it's about 12 millimeters <laughs> thick. And it's a big watch,
0: but it's not super thick. So I feel like that evens out. That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, so let me, and then let me show you the resin version, which is Super fun, too. Um, yeah, again, I would I would go for the resin version just because it's twenty dollars and
0: you could take your ten dollars of savings and eat like a king
1: at Taco Bell. <laughs> exactly. That sounds that sounds like the perfect day.
0: That's actually guess, the perfect day. Twenty dollar Casio and a Taco Bell feast. If, if
1: my wife says, what do you want to do for your birthday? I'd say, I want you to let me buy this watch. And then I want you to let me take $10 and go to Taco Bell.
0: <laughs> I don't want a date night. I don't want sexy lingerie. I don't want, you know, a night out or whatever. I want a twenty dollar Casio and ten dollars to go to Taco Bell. <clears throat> yep.
1: Yeah. And gosh, I wanna I want to go through mine quickly here. Uh because Your Honorable you know. mentions. Uh, oh yeah, we can do honorable mentions after. So yeah, what, what's what's yours? Okay, I'll share my
0: winner really quick then. Michael, let me send this to you. Do you remember when we spent time with this watch's thirty-eight millimeter cousin?
1: Yeah, it's a it's a beautiful one.
0: Yeah, my pick for uh, best sports watch, sport watch, uh, twenty twenty for under two hundred dollars is the Timex Navi XL three hander. Now. I originally wanted to go with the Timex Navy Harbor 38 millimeter watch, which is a watch that we have spent time with and it's fucking awesome. And it's 38 millimeters, which is incredible. Um, it's
1: hard to find now, though,
0: right? It is hard. To, I couldn't find it. That's why I'm just like, you yeah. know what? Let's do the 41 millimeter because it's available. Still a really, really good price. And it captures what I loved about the Navi Harbor. I love the very characteristic hour hand, which highlights the military time uh, 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 scale. You know what I mean? The 24-hour or whatever the fuck it is scale on the inside of the watch. You have a different uh, a series of different sort of colorways here. I think the one I sent you was like this bluish, very dark uh, bluish one and everything like that. Um, If this bezel is the same as the one in 38mm, it's uh, bidirectional. It's like a a friction bezel, so it's not going to click, which I'm not particularly fucking upset about because I don't care. It's a bezel. I can time cookies and my cat's feeding table with it. That's it. (laughs) That's all I need it for, you know, but in terms of a watch that is a very classic sports watch, but that's also wearable. I like the Navi series because A, they're not too big. In my experience with the Navi Harbour originally, it's not heavy. I hate sports watches that are just super heavy. So I wanted something that was classic, had the sports watch features that I liked was very legible, which this one is, you know, uh, uh, obviously, and that was easily available, which this one is, obviously. So I, I chose this one, the Timex Navi XL. Or if you can find the Timex Navi Harbor 38 millimeter, you could take a gander at that as well. That is also a fantastic watch, but this one I feel like I feel like just just needs to be a little bit more Timex love. I mentioned I'm, I'm wearing a Timex now. I talked about it in the in the beginning of the show or whatever. But the mm-hmm. one caveat I will say. Is that my experience with the 38 millimeter uh, on the NATO it came with, and this one comes with the NATO as well? It sits a little high because the watch is so small, because the watch is so thin. What I would recommend is um, if you do a full 200 bucks to spend and you spend 130 on this watch, try to find a two piece like uh, nylon like a two-piece uh, uh, like like nylon strap so you can still get that sort of NATO look without the like extra height or you can get like a single pass strap so it won't be as high or you can find mm. something like, I don't know, leather or dude, would, would this thing work on rubber, you think? Or would the rubber strap be heavier than the watch?
1: I No, I would get something like a Barton which is very yeah, slim and, so and cool. form-fitting. Yeah, yeah,
0: dude. So that, that's, that's my pick. If you want something that not everyone's recommending... That you can trust and honestly really fall in love with. Check out the Timex uh, uh, Navi XL series or the Navi Harbor 38 millimeters. There's whole different colors, a lot of different options. I think this one could definitely you know scratch the itch. Now, mm-hmm. honorable <coughs> mentions. What do you got?
1: So I have I have another diver kind of deal, and then okay. I have something a little more piloty. But this watch is seventeen dollars and fifty cents. Oh. And it it tells you get ready for it. This mm-hmm. is a complication I've not seen before. I'm ready. Does it, does it tell me what time it is for Taco Bell? What is this? This is the almost. <gasps> this is the Casio Men's Pro Trek Quartz uh fishing gear. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it say the word fishing gear on it? It's it's got fishing gear on the bezel, and then you have this little kind of Radar-looking thing with fish on it, what and is it, fishing uh, mode. What does fishing mode mean? The official name from, <laughs> from Casio is fishing timer. Thanks to its innovative fishing indicator, moon phase data, and graphs, this watch will assist in determining the best time of day to fish. No, it will actually teach a man how to fish for seventeen
0: fifty. Come <laughs> on. <laughs> this can't be
1: real. It's real. You uploaded 1750. this. Seventeen fifty. No <laughs> way. I shopped it and I uploaded it. That's amazing. And it comes in blue, green, or black. Uh, obviously, we're getting it in blue. It's perfect in blue. It's perfect in blue. So it's pretty good in green. So it, it's a it, moon
0: phase. It does all this stuff. It, it'll track my menstrual calendar. That, that's fine. So yeah. it uses all of that data to determine. The best time to fish? What is the best time to fish? That means there's a quanti- that means that fishing time. That means there's a <laughs> quantifiable point where all of these data points align that uh, scientists could say that is statistically the best time to fish. Is it like high tide, yeah. like like a full moon, or? I don't know, man. <clears throat> this is I fantastic. Don't... So many questions. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, and then the other one I wanted to show, just because I didn't want to do divers. Uh, this is the Citizen uh, EcoDrive Avion, which is like a... Um... We have a review of this watch on our website. <laughs> yep. So like a nice, just kind of pilot style EcoDrive Citizen. Yeah. I mean, Citizen, m- most folks go with with the uh, the divers. But, you know, don't forget that most pilots are probably out there wearing stuff like citizens and casios yeah
0: truth if you google citizen avion avion you will see our review um and yeah this is actually a this definitely 100, counts 100 for bucks. sports watch you know what i mean are 100, ba- 100 bucks <laughs> yeah tv Dutch contributor extraordinaire baird uh uh did this and and as i mentioned from his dufresne waterloo photos these are great photos um, mm-hmm. as well so If you're curious about this watch, go and check it out. Read his review, check out the photos. Super, super cool. Man, good stuff. Um, Are those your honorable mentions? Yeah, that's it. One of mine I'm not going to send, or two of mine I'm not going to send to you because you've seen them. Citizen EcoDrive ProMaster Diver, which you own, um, it still stands up. This day as an under 200 great sport watch.
1: I got I got close to including that one. yeah, so
0: so that's why I kept it as an honorable mention because I'm like, okay, Michael's either trying to not choose it or he's just going to choose it for his honorable mentions. <laughs> so I'll keep it in my honorable mentions. Um, and then the other honorable mention I have is the Invicta Pro diver. obviously, I have a pro diver. I love it. 70 bucks, you get a fucking uh, NH 35 movement in there. classic 40 millimeters subcase can't go wrong. But my other honorable mention is another Vostok Commander ski. In particular, it is the Vostok Commander ski six five zero case, which comes in a fuck ton of flavors. This is the Baskin Robbins of watch models, Michael. Okay, look how many varieties of watches this thing comes in. <clears throat> oh my God! One, yeah, two, that's great. three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight times four. It's literally 32. It's actually the Baskin <laughs> Robbins.
1: <laughs>
0: it's actually the Baskin motherfucking Robbins of watches. Um, The Vostok Commander Ski Line, this watch case in particular, this is probably the watch case that most folks are familiar with, with the Vostok Commander Ski Line. This, these are obviously modern watches. They're still made. They're still in production. I love these as a honorable mention sports watch because obviously... It's part of the Vostok commander ski line, you know, screw down crown. It's got the broken crown wobble, has the decoupling stamina and all that stuff like that. It's Vostok, so obviously it has all of its diving history and all that bullshit, but it comes in a lot of different colors. I sent you the green one um, mm-hmm. that I like a lot. So if you wanted a sports watch that was kind of a classic sports watch, but again, maybe with a bit more personality or flair or something that just wasn't what you see every day definitely consider checking out the Vostok um, 650 cases. Around 100 bucks for uh, most of these. I will say probably to avoid the watches with the bracelet. Vostok bracelets are... Um... Michael, what's a more severe word uh, uh, for horrendous?
1: They're pretty bad. <laughs> they're, pretty, they're quite <laughs> fucking
0: awful. Um, the first thing I did when I got my Vostok Amphibia was just take the, just take the bracelet off. Um, yeah, you know, uh, so I would I would strongly encourage you to get one of the ones that comes with the Zulu, or or some. that looks
1: like the leather straps, the resin straps. Yeah. Oh, some you, of them cut the the rubber. Yeah.
0: You had a one two. You had a Vostok Fabia one two zero. Very beautiful watch with uh, a rubber yeah. strap. The Vostok the, rubber straps actually aren't bad. So yeah, if you yeah. see models with the rubber strap, uh, definitely take a take a take a shot on that. Just avoid the bracelet. I would just avoid the bracelet. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my honorable mention for for sport sport, uh, sport watch. Well, Michael, it's time. I'm actually really proud how far under two hundred dollars all of our picks are. We should have just made the best watches for under one hundred and fifty bucks. <laughs> we've
1: we've done a good job. I think know? a lot of times I can be guilty of just like pushing, pushing the uh, the price range. This one's one uh, ninety eight ninety nine. You know what I
0: mean? Like, okay, well. Yeah. See where this takes us, but here let's get to our our the wild card category. So you might be asking yourself, what the hell is a wild card category? Sometimes it's nice to just wear a watch that is very not loud, but not like anything else in your collection, and that doesn't really have a perp. Oh, this is my dress watch. I only wear this watch when I wear. It. Oh, this is my my sport watch. I only wear this watch when I wear my fucking. Running shoes or whatever. It's just nice, I think, to have a wild card watch. You know, yeah. A Watch you wear for whatever. <laughs> what did you pick for your wild card watch? Uh, Thank you, so, This
1: is this is a safe space. It's a safe. It's a safe space. A safe space. Uh, so I'm I'm gonna go back to uh, our friend uh, Doctor John Jacob here. <laughs> and i'm gonna I'm gonna commend him whoever he is uh, whoever time arrow is for okay. not just coming up with this watch. I think he came up with this watch, but just just for the the listing name by the way, you have to time this properly because they're not always up on his store um, mm-hmm. one of one of our slack members just picked this up and it's for a whopping thirty dollars uh, so When's let that- me. Let me introduce you to, uh, let's see how many things he tried to shoehorn in here. Okay. This is the Military Submariner Explorer Miota Movement Steve McQueen Small T Dial. That's the, name of, that's the name of the watch. Okay. It's literally just a bunch of, a bunch of buzzwords uh, for watch people. And oh my, my favorite God. part, of, my favorite part of the watch, besides the fact that it makes, like, it, it's just a no-brainer. It's thirty bucks, but it, the watch makes no sense.
0: Why? Why is it a T dial when it's clearly not a T dial?
1: That's not even the that's not even the biggest issue here. What's so happening? we have a we, we have a twenty four hour scale, uh, around the bezel, but you don't have a GMT hand, so you okay. can't really use it. Yeah. Um, I guess it can kind of help you tell military time if you look at it the right way, but it's got, it's got a broad arrow and it's got a T which are two hallmarks of like British style watches. But right. but the hour markers are more like the Explorer, um, the original <clears throat> McQueen Explorer, which I don't think McQueen ever actually wore. Um, yeah. I don't know. <sighs> I don't know what the target audience for this watch is, but I just, (laughs) I would pick it up for the sake of, um, how ridiculous it it would be accepted with, within the watch community. I I just, I feel like people would look at this and just not really figure it out because I still can't figure it out. Their heads would explode. (laughs) It's just, it's just a hodgepodge of, uh, like buzzworthy, uh, you know,
0: Military, Submariner, Explorer, which are two different
1: watches, Miyota Movement, Steve McQueen, Small Teal, Dial. I, I can't even, I can't even, like, get my thoughts together on this, honestly. Um
0: I mean, if anyone out there is in digital marketing and there's, like, an SEO guy on your team and he keeps talking about keyword stuffing, keyword stuffing, this is what he's talking about. <laughs> if you need, like, a real-world example of, like, why the fuck does... Tom, keep talking about keyword stuffing. I, I I like turkey stuffing. I don't understand what this keyword... Stu- this is keyword stuffing. There's all these words. Military, stuff. So.
1: so it's 40, 40 millimeter case, 20 millimeter lugs, here's, Yoda here's the, quartz.
0: Here's the best part. He's
1: sold two, it says. Yeah, one of those it came from our camp. <laughs> Wait, so, oh, this is the one you saw. Oh, someone in the someone Slack like, asked this? Yeah, is it? I think it's Henry. That's Could fantastic. be wrong. I, I, for, I forgot who picked it up. I'm not sure, but yeah, somebody somebody in the Slack just picked it up because I kept posting watches from this dude, and I guess they found this. So the description is a new Time Arrow watch company instant classic pays homage to the classic Steve McQueen Explorer. Uh, I like your stuff, my guy, but <laughs> yeah, you're a little off base on this one, man. Uh, but it's I, really I don't know, I think I think it's fun. These will have a Time Arrow watch quartz 10 year limited warranty covers movement case crown bezel does not cover water damage <laughs> wait does this, uh, does it,
0: is this 10 year work that's optimistic to you think you're going to be doing this for 10 years pal 10 year 10 year limited warranty that's funny i
1: don't know man i think i think this guy's gonna pump out some classics
0: i started time arrow watch company with a simple concept to produce really cool watches at reasonable prices this watch, which is a Kava splice, represents that idea. Thank you to the hundreds of people
1: that have supported my concept. That's what he says. Yeah, hey, I'm I'm gonna keep buying watches from this guy. <laughs> so <laughs> so funny. Yeah, that's that's my wild card. It's uh kind of sporty, kind of but man, if if why you want something. Dial,
0: why does the dial say T Swiss? What does that mean? Do you see that at the bottom of six?
1: That's usually to indicate that tritium was used. Uh that that's just another tritium indicator. So cute. So like with with the uh not my current Speedmaster but the generation right before, it it had a T Swiss um or a T before the Swiss made and a T after, if I'm not mistaken. But um yeah, this is kind of it's pretty out there. 30 Um, bucks
0: honestly he was probably just like i have all these random parts i can just put them together in a watch i can make three i'll throw them up for 30 bucks and see what happens
1: i kind of dig it we can make fun of it but i kind of dig it
0: it's fun i do actually kind of like it because i know (laughs) he knows this is not anything real yeah It, it is weirdly fun yeah
1: man so that's that's the only one i got for wild card what uh what do you have well michael are you ready? I'm ready.
0: For my wild card choice, I have chosen the very classic, yet very unknown Orient Neo Seventies Panda Line, of which yes, my Orient Christmas Chrono belongs to. And no, you can't buy the Orient Christmas Chrono because they're sold out. But if you like, if you like the quartz Chrono vibe and the vibe of these Orient Neo Seventies pieces check out their other offerings. So the Orient Neo 70s line is one that we don't really have here in the States because we would be able to appreciate it, which is just a fact. Sorry, guys. Especially with Orient USA fucking, you know, pissing all over the helm over here stateside. Uh, uh, Should do an episode just in Orient (laughs) USA. Sorry. Um, But the Orient Neo 70s line is very popular um, in other parts of the world and in Japan in particular. What this line does is the Orient Neo 70s line takes very classic 70s tropes from watches and uh, reimagines them with a more sort of refreshed take, but still a quirky sort of vibe. So um, the other the 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 if you scroll through here, you see like red dial, orange hands, panda style. You see like the 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 12 and 6 are register Chronos and everything like that. You even have some faceted crystal watches in here. I have two pieces from the Neo 70s line. Um, and the, one of them is my orange Christmas corner, the other is the one um, the radio control time with the faceted crystal. so I like these watches because um, while not all of them are under 200 bucks, uh, most of them are, you know, um, or at least not on this, this page. This
1: red panda one is 158. Yeah. It's it's red,
0: nice. this red panda is 158, the very classic <laughs> white panda, which a lot of people do get, um, it's on here for, um, you know, 169 so, if you were looking something or looking for something from Orient that had maybe some interesting personality or something that you wouldn't necessarily see here in the states, I can fucking promise you, if you buy an Orient Neo Seventies piece, you're probably going to be the only one, like in a long distance, that actually has one of those here. If you are in the United yeah. States, um, you know, uh, uh, as well. So,
1: I'm honestly surprised that these these have been. So not like yours specifically, but I'm surprised that this other one, this panda for 284, that's been kind of a staple in Amazon for a while. Yeah, uh, and I I don't know how long you'll be able to buy them this easily, uh, just considering you know what happened with the the other limited ones and. Yeah, just other models kind of disappearing here and there so um,
0: here's the thing also if you like the Neo 70s line but you want more options and when I say more options so many options that you'll be scrolling for days and days to the point where You'll scroll and then you'll have to stop scrolling at page like 74 because we would then have to go and have dinner. And then you'll pick up page 74 the next day. And then you have to stop the day after that at page like maybe 130. Maybe it was a busy day. And then your phone accidentally had to do an update and you lost your page and then you kill yourself. <laughs> that That's the whole – I mean just like a generic – that's just like a random example. I thought the top cut my head. <laughs> that, that, that's the level of variety and choice there are if you go to um ra- like 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 global Rakuten not like the US Rakuten but like the Japanese Rakuten or if you go to eBay and you type in Orient Neo 70s you will see so many motherfucking models it's going to be annoying but there are a lot out there so if you like the vibes of this one in this Amazon page that we're going to be sharing the link for um, but you don't see one that you like go and check out you know ebay or um uh rakuten like specifically the japanese one or or uh what is it um from japan what is that uh, proxy bidding site
1: i think it's from japan from japan Or shopping in japan
0: shoppinginjapan.net is where i got my orient star from japan.co.jp is the proxy bidding one so if you type in orient neo 70s
1: seems legit
0: a very trusted member of the TVWS community community told us about this website. <laughs> so I trust it. Uh, come on, load. here we go. Let me send you this link. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of fucking watches. Yeah, it sure is. Let me sure show this with Michael. So here. I'll, 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 let, I'll let you spend however many years of your life it takes to scroll through all these. <laughs> so many. It's so many. It's oh so my many. God. We don't deserve this many options of awesome watches in the States because we'd fuck it up, or in USA. I'm looking at you. <sighs> <sighs> but yeah, that's my wild card pick. I don't have any honorable mentions for wild cards or anything like that. You know, um, just because some of the other watches I chose could technically be considered as wild cards. So the Vostok Kamensky 1965, the Vostok Kamensky uh, 650 case. Um, if you want another wild card, you could even just look at Vostok Amphibias. In particular, I would check out the model that Michael had originally, the Vostok Amphibia 120 case. If you want something that is maybe a little more classic European-ish, if you want something that's totally Soviet-looking, look for the Vostok Amphibia 420. Either of those would be great sport or wild card options. Uh, definitely not dress watches, which is fine. Um, all different dial varieties and everything like that. But yeah, so just to... to to, to, to recap here where the hell is my tab Got so many tabs um still waiting on that tab uh going down the line we started with the best dress watches in our opinions of 2020 michael chose let me scroll back up so i don't fucking lose my sh- lose my shit shiatsu what the fuck all these links um I ch- uh, oh, Michael chose for best uh, dress box of 2020 the Bulova Classic Quartz uh, mm. model number 96C1C as in cat 125. All the links for everything we're talking about will be in these show notes, uh, so go and check those out. The ones that are Amazon links, just so everyone knows, those are the TBWS Amazon affiliate links that I mention every now and then. So basically the way it works is if you click on that link and then make... Any Amazon purchase doesn't even have to be a purchase for the watch or whatever. You will be supporting a, a TBWS with you know Amazon affiliate fees, but you don't pay anything extra. So if you use our Amazon affiliate link and you buy. Oh, I don't fucking know. A box of zip ties, and that zip ties is fifteen dollars. That zip tie box will always be fifteen dollars, and then TBWS will get some like percentage finder's fee. So it's a way for people to support the show without really doing anything extra or going out of their way. If you just do Amazon shopping, you can use Amazon affiliate links. So <clears throat> all the Amazon links that are gonna be in the show notes, those are gonna be um, Amazon affiliate links. Although. I think only on the website. We can't put them out in the RSS feed, right? Only on the website. Yeah, so yeah. Go, to, go to the website. Go, go to um and check it out there. Uh, but to recap, boom. Uh, top dress watches for 2020, under $200. Uh, uh, Mike and Kaz's vote stamp of approval. Michael chose the Bulova of immense Clastic Quartz 96C, C as in cat, 125. I chose the very cool vostok 1965 um, because I was originally trying to find the Vostok Classica which is no longer uh, being made and I just, just stumbled upon the 1965s which are also cool really incredible history around the design of the watch if you really wanted to bother everyone at work talking about watches you could get this watch and tell them about the history of Vostok and the Ministry of Defense and all this bullshit no one cares though just to clarify no one gives a fuck about the stupid history of your watch <laughs> you know Mm. Uh uh recapping our sports our sports picks. Let me find this Casio that you chose. Uh Michael chose ba-ba-ba-ba. so Michael's top uh 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 sports sports watch uh pick for under 200 dollars even though this is a $30 watch. It is the Casio <laughs> Men's Diver style classic quartz watch model. Excuse me, MRW is 200HD1B, V as in Victor, C as in cat, F, F as in fuck. So MRW, 200 hd one B V C F. Again, it's going to be in the show notes. If you also are on a budget, you can get, apparently, the resin version and save $10. Uh, there's no model number here for the rest of <laughs>
1: Yeah, you'll, you'll see it you'll in see related it. links. And yeah. we'll, we'll throw it in there.
0: It's, it's fine. Um, but if you wanted to shave off uh, $10 from your original $30 price tag and have uh, Taco Bell night with your new Casio resin watch, you can do that with this as well. My pick for uh, top um, sport watch of 2020 under 200 bucks is the Tam- Timex Navi Harbor. Uh, XL or the Timex Navi XL 41 millimeter or the Timex Navi Harbor 38 millimeter. I think it's really really great classic sports watch. A little bit of quirk. Obviously it's from Timex so you can trust it. Uh, I would encourage you though to probably find some sort of single pass strap. So how fellas full Sean Connery single pass strap. Single pass, single pass strap, or uh, like a two like a two piece like nylon, or maybe even like a leather strap. If you want to put a leather strap, fuck it, who cares? No rules. You can put a leather strap on a sport watch, um, or 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 rubber. We were talking about rubber, right? Mm-hmm. You know, that would be killer on that fucking watch. Uh, honorable mentions, my honorable mentions were the Vostok Kamandarski 650 case, the Baskin-Robbins of fucking sports watches, apparently. Also, the Citizen EcoDrive ProMaster and the Invicta ProDriver. Michael, your honorable mentions were... It was the Citizen um, Avion and mm-hmm. the... Um, I forget.
1: The Fish Timer.
0: The goddamn Tom the Go fishing <laughs> Casio Fish Timer, which apparently... Uses l- lunar cycles and, and a Ouija board to tell you the best time to go fishing.
1: For, 1750. for seventeen fifty.
0: Seventeen. Do you have any idea what people would have given sixty years ago to have something like that, <laughs> or even hundred years ago when we really relied on fishing in this country, which we should do again. By the way, we should be able to support our own fucking selves, mm-hmm. uh, America. you even did it for seventeen dollars, Michael. You could change I wouldn't I wouldn't get Marty You could feed a village. I would you could literally you could literally feed a village. Although if you went back a hundred years, this watch relies on satellites and radio towers. Oh. So it probably wouldn't work. <laughs> oh. So we'd have to bring the radio towers with us to the past um, as well, right? We would. I would shove that
1: all into the time oh, machine.
0: Put it all into the TARDIS. I don't think I'd want Biff's uh, uh, sports, you know, sports winning whatever the fuck sports winners book. I'd probably want this watch. I could be a god, Michael. <laughs> People of Earth, it is time all, all to the fish. Get all the ladies, <laughs> yeah, right.
1: That sweet fishing cred, man. You know, this guy. This guy fishes. This <laughs> guy. This
0: guy fishes. Are you kidding me? Oh my god. And our choice—that's <laughs> a goddamn watch pod. it's a family show. Our choices: the best wild card watches of 2020 for under 200 motherfucking dollars. I chose the Orient uh, Neo 70s line. Go and check it out. And Michael chose whatever the fuck the Time Arrows guy made—the military Submariner Explorer Miota movement, Steve McQueen small T dial for thirty dollars.
1: I basically picked a Frankenwatch, but a TBWS-approved Frankenwatch. A
0: TBWS-approved Frankenwatch, TBWS Frank guys. Okay, so good, and that's that's the show, man. A lot of fun, I think. I, it's, I want to do more of these. These are always really, really fun to do. I am also. Did, did, did anyone? Did any of us choose a Seiko? None of us chose a Seiko.
1: Mm-mm.
0: Suck it, Seiko, mm. fucking jerks. <laughs>
1: Because originally we for- still we still like them we're just we have some criticisms about your uh, your recent business practices
0: yeah and I get it Seiko loves money I like money too it's fine to like money it just gets a little insane when you try to recreate the magic of a handful of models with every single release you make not every watch can have... A stupid, crazy, kitschy dial on it, and you try to nickname it, oh, this is the Seiko Bubble Reach Around, and like, be like a really big, it, it's just, it's like a really desperate partner trying to recreate an awesome date. And it's it's clingy, it's desperate, and I'm saying that as someone that has totally tried to recreate a really great date, you know what I mean? like a great date night experience. It's just, it's just, it just reeks of like annoyance. You know what I'm saying, man?
1: I had a bubble reach around in college once.
0: It is refreshing. I'll give you that. All right. Relaxed. There's a sense of calm. But a sense of, you know, we should be doing this giddy, you know, kids in the night, which is fine. Bubble reach around may also be the name of my new ska band. What do you think?
1: I mean, if you can bring back ska... We bring. might be in a be, We might be in a better place.
0: So it was, I'm bringing back the fishing timer to the 1900s. I'm bringing back ska, right? I have to bring back words to like
1: Moxie and and jot, right?
0: I got. I, I, got I got. I got. I, got, I got some tall orders ahead of me.
1: Who is that band? Uh, Travis Barker was in first. Aquan- oh, the Aquabats.
0: Aquabats. A- a- Aquabats. Aquabats. They all. They now make a children's show. Uh, unless they stop doing that.
1: I saw them at the factory in Fort Lauderdale. Oh yeah, it's the not there factory. anymore. <laughs> it's not there anymore. It's not there anymore. That place oh, smelled
0: like cigarettes constantly.
1: I got in trouble there once because my band played there when we were like 14 years old. Yeah. And being uh, a 14-year-old. They
0: didn't make you wait in the alley until until it was your time to go play?
1: They did. <laughs> They absolutely did. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> and I thought it would be cool in my 14-year-old spirit to try to smash a bass. but it was uh, which is
0: much harder than people realize. I think just just to wear, much remember, harder, it's really hard to do that.
1: I forgot what it was, but it was an it was like a Chinese clone of a uh, of that Ernie Ball Stingray base. <laughs> it was very it was a very well done clone. Right. So the bass was actually harder than the stage floor so the guy rushed on stage and he's like stop you're gonna destroy our floor <laughs> that no was way so man great. this punk rock yeah if we were, were not if- invited back yeah, i can't imagine <laughs> trying
0: to break a bass like a solid body bass or even like a solid body um electric guitar it's uh, try to punch through like a solid wall not like a drywall where there's like, you know, you know wood studs. Just like a solid, find a concrete wall and just punch it. It's not, if you really need to break a guitar, just get like a acoustic. Just go and buy an acoustic yeah. guitar and break that. It'll be much easier. Not easy, just much easier. Easier. <laughs> All right.
1: Ah, oh, man. But yes, factor. bring back Ska. Bring back Ska and bring back the fish timer. Fish timer.
0: <laughs> that's my, That's my goal.
1: So yeah, this, complication.
0: Is, this has been a lot of fun um, I and mean, there's a bunch of other watches for under 200 bucks that would totally be fucking welcome on this list let's do this go and check out the show notes on the uh, website 2 Um, you can go and also see all the links for this stuff that we talked about there and again anything that's an Amazon affiliate link is going to be an Amazon affiliate link where I explain how that works. I'll also have like a little asterisk next to it. So if you're looking for it specifically to use it, it'll be there. Thank you so much to everyone that does use uh, those links. I know there are some people, particularly in the TBWS Patreon Slack, who like bookmark just a random TBWS Amazon affiliate link to use whenever they want to just go Amazon shopping. And then their normal Amazon routine, it's just baked into... Supporting the show is just baked into that, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, that, yeah. that means a lot because, as I as I referenced on episode 200, two book watch knobs, the only watch podcast that's not sponsored by Topper Jewelers or Oris. I think I made that joke a long time ago. Oris. <laughs> Everyone is sponsored by Oris. My dad's medical practice sponsored by Oris. All right. No, not really. That'd be awesome, though. Um, so, yeah. Thank you to everyone that's been using that uh, Amazon affiliate links. Also, if you do want to support the show, you can go and check out our Patreon page. I've mentioned the Patreon Slack a few times. It's fucking hilarious in here. We were talking about camping earlier. It's a fun place. It's a fun place with nice people who understand. And you know what I said before about how no one wants to hear the history of your watch? I lied. Everyone in the TV Patreon Slack would love to hear the history of your watch. They do. Yeah. You know? so go to patreon.com to go check out details and all that fun stuff and um, the actual tier to get into the patreon slack which is fucking getting really huge now by the way um, uh, there's what 44 people in here it looks like it's crazy um,
1: we might east- have to discuss some some growth options
0: on that how
1: <laughs> uh, we'll talk about it we'll, just, we'll figure
0: <laughs> it out um, go to the hanging watch tier that's the tbw's tier that includes Everything, 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 everything. Also, our um, behind-the-scenes show that we record before. We try to record them before all the episodes uh, called Before the Clap, where Michael and I kind of regroup, talk about the show, very candid look about how we plan the show and everything like that. And, um, and yeah, let us know your thoughts for your favorite watches under 200 bucks for 2020 in the categories of sport, dress, wildcard, card. Doesn't matter anything, anything, anything. Always love hearing your your guys' opinions and thoughts on these kind of listicle shows that we that we do. I'll also do an Historic Instagram Instagram segment where I'll ask people um, their opinions, and then I'll I'll reshare it on the feed and everything like that. And everyone always loves when we do that. It's just funny because every time I do one of those Q and A's, it's just so many responses. <laughs> it's so it's like I need to sit and spend hours. Just working through all the responses. So if you respond to one of our Q and As, and you're just like, "Oh man, Cast Mike totally forgot about me." No, it's actually the opposite. We are fretting and rearranging our entire fucking day to respond to every single like Instagram Q and A uh, response that comes in. Yeah. So good times. But yeah, look forward to that. Look forward to that this week on the Instagram. Um, I guess that's it
1: yeah we did we did good good pace on this episode and good choices
0: i, think. I love uh, our fight i love i i'm quite kitten smitten with these fucking commander 1965s they my, drew my dress watch pick
1: very nice mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> okay i guess it's that time
1: michael is it that sad time it's that sad time we can stick around chat a bit later and uh go about our weekend
0: look at look at bear's pictures take off our shirts you know yeah guys <coughs> guys stuff guys done. this is what guys this is something guys do man it's not whatever it's guys stuff
1: fine oh man all
0: right I think it's that sad time shall we say goodbye to all the nice people at home
1: thanks for listening everyone my name
0: is Mike and this is Kaz you have been listening to two broke watch stops later